So um, I, I used to be a part of the, the group while at Varsity. Uh, so while again we corner corner part of the group, the, the there were things that I noticed. You know, sometimes you need to be exposed to certain environments to actually discover what you're passionate about. I was a first year student at uh, UNISWA uh, doing my, uh, it was still diploma in commerce at that time because you needed to do the diploma, graduate, and then come back and do the, the degree. So I was doing my diploma in commerce first year and a member of the Redemption Mass Choir. So the, I realized as part of the group that uh, I was passionate about sound. You know, when you get to events, you get irritated because you can't deliver the best of what you can. And I go to what has been provided is not up to the standard. And half the time it wasn't even because it's not up to the standard, but it's because it hasn't been used in the in the right way. So I developed the passion for sound and I used my my allowance. I remember I got in trouble with my dad for that. I used my allowance to to buy myself a set of two speakers, uh, microphone, which then uh, happened to like out of the blue, without me uh, thinking about it that way, it started uh, making money for me. Uh, while a student at Varsity, there were so many parties going on around and At our time, uh, vast life was vast life. You know, um, I remember this corner, you know, you, you, you felt like you had you had bragging rights just because you are in varsity. Uh, you know, when you see that hot girl in town, you drop your ID. <laughs> and that's how it was. That, that's how much fun it was. So I, I took my allowance, bought myself the, 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 the those speakers. Uh, my dad almost killed me for that. But uh, before I knew it, it started making a little bit of money for me. Lovable 500 Balama party. And... Things were easy. Yeah. Okay. So okay. from there, uh, I was a part of a. a okay, we, we started a group. Uh, we came together with a couple of friends, uh, which we called Big Fun Entertainment. Okay. We, Before Big Fun okay. Entertainment, can I can you just hold it there? Did you guys hear? Him? He said it's easy to make money. So I was making five hundred. <laughs> no, that was in two thousand and six, <laughs> or even before. <laughs> two thousand. That was 2001. Um, I know we're struggling to even make 500 today. So, okay. So you, you mentioned something about your father. You mentioned something about you getting into varsity. Just briefly, can you tell us about where you come from? We just want to give context to where you were at that particular time. And also just your mindset then. Because if you are able to make money, where are you coming from? Were you making money before? Or your family was making money? Uh, uh, I was from, I am from a humble family. Uh, I wouldn't say we struggled, uh, but we didn't have it all. Uh, we had a father who made sure that uh, our life was easy. Um, so I was from a family that was okay. Um, I guess that, that would be the best way to describe it. Um, uh, I wasn't really making money before that. Uh, being fresh from high school, I guess it was just something that I hadn't even planned. So it was it was really amazing for it to to get to that. All right, which high school? Do you go to like Waterford, St. 
I went to Masundrini National High School. Okay. Yes. Nice. Then that's a Yeah. Uh, it's actually in the Manzini region. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, I'm, I'm asking that question because I think some of us, we feel like people who go to schools in town have better opportunities or they do better in life because of the schools that they go to. And he went to Masunvili, uh, it's just how you see things and how you look at things. So, Kali, I want to, you want you to talk about passion and purpose. As you just mentioned, Guti, yes, you stumbled into music, but that eventually became who you are today. How did that come about? Did you like, feel an angel coming from heaven and, or striking lightning? What happened? I think uh, it all came about because I decided to start. That, that, that's where it all, all started, mm-hmm. me deciding to start. Uh, I must say that, yes, uh, I did have that privilege yeah, well, would say I had a supportive uh, family system. My father was the kind of guy that would tell you straight, I think when I started the, the sound, the DJ thing, he, he would always tell me, you know what, I don't understand this thing, I don't like it, but if it, it is what you want, I will support you fully. So uh, I think a part of that actually ignited that drive here yeah, would say I really would love to to, to, to impress him and, and, and make things happen. So that's how it started off. Um, as something that I was doing for fun uh, at that moment. But getting exposed into the industry and what happens around, that's when it then dawned on me but would say, you know what? Uh, this could actually be my life. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is great. So um, I went through high school and then I became a model. I joined Miss Swaziland. That's when I bumped into you because you would DJ at the event where we were catwalking and um, doing fashion shows. <laughs> so from you owning equipment, two speakers at university, to you becoming a DJ and you becoming a businessman, how did that happen? Uh, it was a combination of factors. Uh, like I said, uh, at first it was me just uh, following my passion and enjoying myself. Uh, I've got my own equipment, having fun. Sometimes I would go to places where I would play without really having to be paid and stuff. The, while I was at it, that's when I discovered that, yes, this could be my life and how best can I actually position it. Uh, because it was making money without me planning for it. So now I imagined if I would be intentional about everything that I do, how much more would I make? That's when I then took the approach, run as a business. And uh, fortunately enough with the, uh, excuse me, the, the, the academic background, corner would try to shape up this and that and also uh, part of it was also driven by the fact that uh, our country was still very 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 slacking when it comes to arts as a business so it was one of the dreams even one of the people that uh, will be pointed at and say get people to say would he did it that was the drive. All right, yeah. well done. All right, so Kali, as a young person myself, and uh, young people in the room, um, some of them I know, they've got passion projects that they're doing. What or why should they legalize or 
be intentional about their, 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 their visions and their goals and their talents if it's already making them money now? Okay, uh, I'd like to answer that with my story as well. Uh, like I said, it was making a little bit of money for me. But uh, was that money enough for me to actually say I can stand on my feet and depend on that? No, it wasn't. Uh, and uh, cards, I think one of the biggest challenges this far now is to be comfortable in the space that you are in. Uh, the moment you start being comfortable in the space you are in, Kubana, uh, two things that my possibilities is either you will drop or you will just stay where you are because you are okay with where you are. But if you still have that drive, yeah, well, we'll see, you know, this is where I am now. So what can I do to improve myself? What can I do to actually be better at what I do and make a little bit more than what I'm already making? Okay. All right. Um, thank you for that. You, so you need to make more. And for you to make more, you need to invest into legalizing your business for you to be able to expand your territory. Correct. So now in 2013, or is it 2012, when you registered your business? Platinum it's actually 2012. In 2012, you registered your business. What are the changes then that happened for you to say that was a good move? Uh, I guess maybe I would have to take it back. Before I registered Platinum Concerts as a business, I did say uh, briefly that I was a part of a team. Uh, we called it Big Fun Entertainment. I was the leader there. Um, fresh from Varsity, I happened to work in one of the then hottest entertainment spots at the time. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, the banning the building. Yeah, there's a spot that used to be called Tinkers. Uh, it was a there was a filling station, a restaurant, and a bar in that place. So while working there, we teamed up with a couple of uh, friends and started a big fun entertainment, which was still maybe uh, worth mentioning. Logos. It was still driven by passion, much more than Logos. we are pushing the business. Now, while we were doing what we were doing we find ourselves making money so much that we would host some of the biggest parties. But every time send the next one, then who's drawing in money, who's investing, and also uh, worth mentioning that we, we did catch a little bit of attention from uh, uh, outside of the social space it was the corporate space. We did catch a little bit of attention. I think by then I was working closely with uh, uh, Swaziland Beverages, uh, doing my promotions and stuff. And uh, now I then realized, well, would see to, to some extent, big fun entertainment will always be that. So it will be perceived as fun. Mm. It's about fun. It's about uh, that entertainment. So that's where the need to develop something that will have uh, corporate relatability, something that would uh, attract the attention of the corporates uh, without really having to stigmatize it around uh, nightlife mm -hmm. and everything. That's when uh, Platinum Concepts was born. Mm -hmm. And in the first year of Platinum Concepts being born, I think... Uh, I don't know whether I should call it luck or good positioning. Uh, in the first year of uh, having registered Platinum Concerts, uh, we were managing the Swaziland International Trade Fair. Wow. 
I will call it a bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and uh, there has been no stopping from then. Um, uh, the company crew, uh, I think uh, one of the things that, 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 that I always look back and be proud of is that uh, up to date uh, with what the company is worth now, we've never really had uh, the trouble of having to acquire a loan to invest. Wow. In, uh, or at some point, yes, we did try. Uh, I did go to the bank. I think there was a very, very lucrative deal <laughs> that we were eyeing. Uh, while eyeing that lucrative deal, uh, I tried to, to, to go to the bank to get a loan and they told me, I, the business you are in, my brother, it's too much of a risk. So we can't, we can't really issue a loan for that. So I had to go back and fight. Doesn't that discourage you though? It was because very discouraging. When we get a lot of no's, um, even from the beginning, when you want to start, you get a lot of no's and you get discouraged. How did you then not take that as a negative in your life and in your business? I knew what I wanted. I think that's the first part. And number two, I had already seen what uh, those businesses are capable of. Uh, like I said, when I started it, it was more of a passion thing. Mm -hmm. But now being in it then made me realize, well, would say, you know, I can actually sustain myself. And at that point, I think I had a couple of friends, they were now at varsity, that were sitting at home and doing nothing. And I was making a living, uh, a comfortable one. Mm -hmm. So if I knew what I wanted. I went back. Yes, it wasn't as easy as it would have been if I had that financial boost because then it, it would have been easy. But I think at the same time, uh, I look at it as a, a, a perfect way to actually mold me into what I eventually became because uh, I had to go back and build from what I, I have. Wow, Kali, that is amazing. I wish I was on the other side because guys, I am taking so much from him. Um, so Kali, so today's theme is how to build yourself to build your business. And I don't know if you guys noticed that Kali has a degree, right? So he went to school, and then while he was at varsity, he started a side hustle. We'll call it a side hustle because it wasn't registered. And then he registered a business along the way. So in how important then is consistency in business, especially since you are working with corporates, and corporates are delivery-based, KPIs. They want to see what you are bringing and if you can also unpack what platinum concept does because we know you are in music you spoke about equipment you spoke about yourself djing and we know that you're still djing even today you play music as anglican but you still have the business how important is consistency and how important is you separating yourself from the business um to, to, to some extent, uh, sometimes it is difficult to separate yourself from the business. Uh, that, that's one of the biggest challenges that I've faced uh, to date because um, as much as the business is established and it can deliver whatever it can deliver, you still get to work with people that believe in you much more than the business, uh, which now takes you back to the reality of having to build yourself first before you can build the business because the relations, give me, I think the growth of the business has been uh, based on the relationships that I've built and uh, making sure we would see every customer that we deal with 
uh, has the best experience of us so much that uh, they never really think twice about coming back to us whenever they have anything else. So uh, I must say, it, 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 it's not so much of an easy thing as much as, yes, uh, uh, in recent years, uh, working with the team, uh, they have been now and again uh, shouting at me and telling me, you need to relax, you need to at least trust us we can do uh, without you having to be here and doing everything. You need to understand that the business has grown, mm. so you don't really need to, to be there. Because so mm-hmm. around. But I must say, my business is, is, is what it is today because I actually made sure that Lele Ami brand is in a better position. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Now, Yes, everything, you're making money, you're talking about your business worth and etc. etc. You, I mean, you also travel, right? Most definitely. Tell, tell us about your traveling adventures. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, my, my, my traveling has uh, most of the time really been related to what I do. Uh, the passion and the business is what has actually taken me to places that I don't think I would have ever been to. Uh, I think um, yeah, my first trip to, to the U.S. was when I was part of a Redemption Mass Choir to sing. Mm-hmm. But my second trip there now was me representing the art space in Eswatini. Uh, my partnership. Wow. Yes. All right, well done. And he's traveled Africa as well. Yes. And he has let Cox his number. <laughs> <laughs> he actually texts Black Cox. Um, so we've seen a lot of concepts that you've mm. brought in, the, that you've created yourself. Um, obviously, Black Coffee did come through to the country through you. We've seen you working at Bushfire. We've seen you also presenting music at a number of festivals in the country. Lately, during COVID, we saw the Hangout experience, which was amazing. And guys, we've got Tumsinisi in the house. <laughs> it's a celebrity, yes. <laughs> so we're hoping that he's going to sing something today. But apparently, okay, the voice is here. I wanted to say if that's Anyway, so we've seen you coming out with concepts, but I want you to focus specifically during COVID, where you 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 you, you show us that we shouldn't give up, that it's possible to do events even though we're social distancing. How what is what was your mindset there? Because we're all panicking, and you are coming up with business. <laughs> I think that was the hardest time that has ever hit. Uh, for the entertainment sport, actually, uh, every other industry, yeah, every industry. Uh, 2020, 2021 was not really the best time uh, for us. Um, well, in, 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 in my space, uh, I think with the team that we work with, we, 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 we had this thing, yeah, we would see in everything that we do, yes, we may be facing whatever uh, difficulties that we are facing, but uh, there's always a way of actually looking at the bright side of it. Now, for us um, as a team, uh, one of the things that we, we, we tried to do, I think we, we, we've teamed up with uh, uh, Daniel Toro and uh, Kedesi of Hip Hop to come up with what we, we, we call Represent. 
okay, before then it was called DTTV. So that was um, a platform where we just wanted to keep the arts alive. So Daniel Toro came through with his high-end equipment uh, to capture, and I came through uh, with, um, obviously, Platinum came through with uh, equipment, and then I came through with the concept development alongside Kedesi, where we sat down and invited different artists uh, to, 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 to come present whatever they have to offer, just to keep uh, the, 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 the brands alive. And while we were doing that, we realized, well, Uzi, you know, we can take advantage of that time, say COVID, to actually make sure that people get to know about us, because that was the time when people were on their phones the most. That was the time where people checked out everything available online. Mm. But they do not have the time to go out uh, to physical spaces. So we felt like, okay, this would be perfect for us to position ourselves and make sure that uh, people know we exist. That's when the concept of also the, the Hangout eventually came through. Now, when the Hangout came through, it was a situation of... Uh, it was coming from a, a space of uh, anger, uh, at the fact that we have a whole industry that is uh, practically closed, uh, yet similar similar events are actually happening. Uh, churches were opened and they were allowed to worship. Yeah. And we felt like the only difference between our events and the churches is that we are not quoting the Bible in our events. So um, that's when I actively, with a couple of people, of course, we actively tried to reach out to the powers that be to say, uh, trust us to take care of ourselves and we will show you that we indeed are an industry that you can trust. That's how the Hangout came about. And I must say, uh, it was not easy uh, because most of the things that we did during COVID they practically didn't make financial sense at all. Mm. Everything that we did, we would actually fund from whatever savings that we had yeah. to make sure we sustain it, but we were happy. Wow, thank you for that. You guys gave us entertainment and you gave us hope. So thank you, you and your team for actually doing that and taking the leap of faith. Now, yeah. have you ever failed? A number of times. And yet, here you are today. So tell us, tell us about this one instance where you felt like, you know, this is the end. Um, I've, I've actually encountered a, a lot of difficulties and failures in life. Uh, but I will I'll make mention of this one time where I unfortunately had to be diagnosed with a very serious sickness and I had to stay in hospital. Now, I stayed in hospital, I think it was for three months uh, in hospital, one in, uh, two months in Eswatini and one month in SA. Uh, and I had to run from, um, when I went into hospital, I had two cars. I was staying in my flat, but by the time I got back from hospital, I didn't have a single car and I had to move back home. Wow. Uh, with a bank account of uh, zero, 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 if not negative. That, that's how difficult it was. That's one of the failures that I had to encounter. 
And I must say, coming back home, it was difficult to even accept the reality of the situation. You know, when you get into a kumbi and you feel like everyone is looking at you, mm-hmm. uh, because for the past couple of years, you've never really known, you've never boarded a public transport. And you're a celebrity at the time as well. Hey, yeah, Kalibi was big. <laughs> Caribbean was big at that time. It was it was it was fun. But uh eventually Kwabanaleo element you know what? Uh anyone who's looking at me right now should ask themselves what's <laughs> Bafuna <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah, it was a little bit difficult, I must say. So much that I made uh, a couple of mistakes that uh, I shouldn't have. You know, when getting back from that, uh, trying to also uh, maintain the outlook much more than uh, accepting a reality, uh, where the little money that you have, instead of trying to see what would say, how best can you get back on your feet with it, you will take Leo Manleo and decide, what would say, no, I'm getting a cab, but I'm not going into the public transport. Mm. Okay. You know? Uh, until until it dawned on me, I'm not doing anyone a, a favor here. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm actually worsening the situation in Bugen and Nayo at that time. So, yeah, that's one of the failures. I think the way I, we went to the bank with what I believed was a solid, solid business plan, and I already had clients waiting to, 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 to give me business, but the bank said, no, your kind of business uh, is too much of a risk, yes. So, wow. All right. Uh, um, to, to a point where now you are... It feels good to actually sit and get the calls from the bank now telling you how much you qualify for. <laughs> and and then they say no. Wow. You tell them, nah, I'm good. <laughs> wow. I'm good. Yeah, we'll get to that point. <laughs> Kelly, you mentioned something I was going to go into, um, the issue of health, because your your record is actually online uh, about that situation that happened, and the journalist actually even wrote at the bottom, the word that I would say, the word that I would say, the word that I would say, the word that So how then do we balance that? Because, I mean, it's, life is a full cycle, right? We, we, we have a social life. But on top of that, we have to keep ourselves healthy. We've got the mental health side of things. Now, as a business, before you have employees, you need to work 24-7 because you have to deliver to make the money. How important is balance? Or is there balance? Yeah, that's a little bit of a tricky one. Yes, balance is important uh in a business space but at the same time i think i did mention excuse me i did mention logo to actually let go uh i think in in, in the past uh, in the past couple of months i know cmc can ask test to that I, I don't know how many times i've been told to to take it easy uh because of my health obviously uh but at the same time it it's unfortunately at a time where you are seeing so many opportunities mm-hmm. availing themselves and you are thinking but would say yes i do want to take it easy but what if this opportunity then goes to the next person and i can't really uh, yeah. go for it. it it becomes a very very tricky space 
to make those decisions. But uh, yes, you, you, you look at yourself first. But the, the, the best thing about, you mentioned mental health. One thing that is really, really important is that you are in a proper space yourself. Because if you are not in a good space, you will be toxic to the people that you are working with. Mm. And make sure you are in a good space. Uh, before you can actually pour onto others, no, 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 seven the sun and now. Okay. Wow. But why did you learn all these things? Because the last time you were in school was over a decade ago. Now you have to come and manage people and talk about mental health in your space. Hire people, do your records, your books. You spoke about a business plan that could actually, that you took to a bank. Where did you learn these things? Uh... Making sure you expose yourself to the right environments is one of the best things uh, that you can do for yourself. Uh, that's not only in business, but in your personal development as a person. It's very much important to expose yourself to the right environments. And then also, uh, recent years have told me, even the association, the people you associate with, uh, to some extent, intentional about it. Yes, we meet friends, we meet people, we become friends, we hang out, we have so much fun. That's, that, that's okay. But for personal growth and development, uh, I think there are people that I have made a decision, me and myself, I need to make sure I'm in a good space with this person because I know I can gain A, B, C, and D. Uh, but don't only look at that side of things. But what's, what can you gain from that person? But what also can you give to to that person so that another balance, yeah, mutual benefit from from whatever relationships. Um, we 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 usually fight with some of the team members that I have. But would uh, see, there's one of the people, Swatiling, the cheeks, cheeks on the director, push fire. He's one of the people that I look up to uh, a lot. So much that half the time, no matter I have other plans living now. When he picks up the phone and says, uh, come through, I need to see you. Half the time, yeah. I will evaluate Kukuti. Is it something like Nakona? Why? Because uh, there are things that I feel like I can benefit from him. Mm both from a personal growth space and also from a business space. So uh, my development has been mostly the association, the people I associate with, but also uh, being interested uh, in, 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 in my own development has actually taught me to research, to, to, to try and find out what's possible. Because half the time, we find ourselves spending so much money on things that we could have been able to do ourselves. Not to say consultants are not good, no. Mm. Consultants are necessary, and not everyone is meant to be able to put on a proposal. Not everyone is, uh, is made to put on a corner with a business plan. Not everyone is, is made to put on a corner But the internet has actually put everything what you can do do it on your own and for me it has also been a situation of 
like I said, association. I, I look at certain people, this person can do A, B, C, and D. Maybe from my space, I look at what I can do for them and then go there, propose that butter system. You know what? I need this and this and this from you. But I realize you might need this, which I'm capable of putting together for you. And you're getting that and you're not paying any money. I'm not paying any cent. Yeah, no, that's amazing. Um, so, Anil and Dota, I look up to her from South Africa. She mentioned that you need to create value, something that you just said here. So I just remembered what she said. You need to create value so that people, whenever they think of a service, they think of you. Most of the time when people speak about music and entertainment, I know in those spaces, they'll just say call card <laughs> because he's created value and he's bought the business aspect into his business. So when you say send a code, he's not going to be scratching his head to find a code because he has the systems ready. He'll pack the car and send a quotation immediately. So that is why it's important to structure our businesses. And he spoke about the internet as well. These templates are there, readily available. The causes are there. People management skills. You take a course, a free course. You can even go to yali.state.gov, which is an initiative for young leaders in, in, in Africa. The information is readily available. I will repeat that because I see some people are writing. Yali.state.gov. Gov is in G-O-V. The information is there. You don't have to get formal education in terms of you going to varsity if you can't. Um, in my story, Kali, I graduated from university a decade later, 10 years after I finished high school. One of my lecturers was someone I went to high school with and they were teaching me. So how do, do you ever have doubt? <laughs> do you ever doubt? Because I mean, for me in that situation, I felt like, oh my God, should I just leave school once? Because this is embarrassing. But I also knew where I was going. I was like, in final university, I'm the oldest in class, which is awesome because I know I, I felt like I know I knew more than the others. But still, I had to learn. So for you, in a space where it's uncomfortable, how do you deal with it? Yeah, uh, I think it's it goes back to you, what you want and where you see yourself. Uh, yes, we are exposed to spaces where we are uncomfortable uh, from time to time. And yes, doubt really does uh, take the better part of, 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 of everyone. I, I don't think Ukonomuzlomati are going daily and I doubt anything. You know, there are days where you really feel like, is this really what I should be doing? Um, it, is it really what I'm meant for? I think uh, one of the things that this year for me, I remembered, you know, it's um, I'm on to the fourth decade of life. I'm on to the fourth floor. I'm turning 40 this year. And as I was thinking about that, uh, I went back and looked at um, some of the things that I used to dream about to say, you know, by the time I'm 30, I want to have this and this and this by the time I'm... And now when you look at some of those things, like more than 50% of them are going to achieve. And 
Utimote kukuti, am I in the right track? Yes, it is true. But I think uh, what usually helps me to get out of those is looking back at what I have achieved. It makes me realize, you know what, uh, as much as it may be difficult, but I've come far from, from, from where I started from. All right. Yeah. Right. Thanks for that. Um, there's this book I just read, Lift As You Rise by uh, Nimpini. So he speaks about people who open doors for you, right? And you go somewhere. And as you go onto the lift, you need to lift someone else as well so that you can go together. Most of the times, we as humans, it's a general human behavior. When you get an opportunity, you close all the doors around you because colors. Uh, we speak of jigs. Jigs opens doors for a lot of people. I'm also one of them. I started a bushfire as um, doing social media way back in 2014. But I was ended up being one of the female stage managers. Uh, he's opened so many opportunities for so many people in Eswatini, and you also look up to him. So what then do you do to lift others up? Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a lot that I think I, I, uh, I've done uh, to lift others up. Uh, I, I believe, I'm one person who believes we would say we, we are stronger together. Yeah. We do better when we have each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, opportunities, business cards, not the opportunity. Yes, it, it would actually be great for me to like have the whole cake to myself. Mm-hmm. But am I going to be able to take it through? Yeah. Uh, now, if I've always believed in service delivery, now, as Katsin listening, what, what what is important in the world the end result it doesn't matter who takes the glory for it mm-hmm. so because of that it has helped me in everything that i do as consider i will identify the right people with the right knowledge to come and assist with whatever i'm doing yeah. uh, you did say lana you know some some in most of these spaces uh, my name is mentioned every time you talk about excellence in entertainment. Mm. But uh, one of the things that people do not know, Wabuzi, half of what I have achieved, I haven't achieved on my own. Yeah. It's the people that I work with that have made it possible. And pulling other people to my side. Uh, I have uh, I have one person in the team, I used to be the guy that is on the sound desk. Uh, half the time, uh, running around, uh, I would sweat a lot. Yeah, for my sweat a lot, trying to to, to to get things done and stuff. And every time on an event, uh, there are people that look at you as the director of the company. But now in the space, to do everything. And I had a conversation with, uh, with, with, with someone at some point. What, you know, uh, you need to allow yourself to grow into a space where you can now relax and have someone else take, mm. take care of that. 
and um, the, there's a guy that I've been working with for a while as a drummer in the in the team. I think uh, uh, his name is Sizwe. Uh, he was on my case for the longest of time. He didn't know anything about setting up a sound, connecting a sound, and everything. But at some point, we got to that point where he took over the technical side of things and I had to take care of the administrative so much that and I have to be the one taking care of the technical space. I find myself having to call and consult on certain things. So yeah. I think those are some of the things and maintaining we do better together. Yeah. We, we, we are stronger when we have each other. Uh, the team up to where we are today has been what has made my name and my reputation what it is in the social spaces. It's not just about what I've done, mean, but it's about the people that I've worked with to achieve what we have achieved. Okay. No, and then also in the passion for the arts, I think that's one of the things that I never really leave out. The passion for the arts, so much that uh, I've had situations where I'm questioned, but would say, why, why really, what's in it for you uh, when, when you do this? I think it, it feels good to see certain people get to certain points and you know you've contributed to that. You don't really need to really have, get paid for it or maybe get someone to come and say, hey, Ulapa, because of you. But the knowledge is, you know what, when I go, but you know what? I gave this person a kickstart and I had better opportunities than Yena in a certain space. Wow, that's amazing. Like I actually had goosebumps. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, so guys, now we, we are going to take your questions for the next 15 minutes or so. And with me, I have Ntlanta Gwenya Ape. So he is the startup client director for Ntlangano. So we also have a startup friend in Klangano. So he's the director, he joined us today. So he'll be moving the mic around for us to take the questions. And before we close, the CBC will then share his testimony <laughs> or maybe how Kali helped him on his career. And apparently there's a show coming up, so he'll tell us more about that. So if you have a question, please just raise your hand. Thank you so much for the opportunity, and it's always good to learn from giants like Kali, knowing that well. But um, I, I, I work with young people a lot, and sometimes I get stressed with things like excellence and just you know hard work, putting in the work, and all of that, and a lot of them that are in the arts. So my question to you would be. How do we work with young people in the art space that do not seem to be taking seriously their work and yet want you know, the money, want the, the glory and all of that? Because I, I know you from a long way back. You put in the work. And so how do we deal with, with that? Because in the spaces where we are, we want to open opportunities. We want to work with young people. But sometimes even a, a, a thing as, as simple as a text message ATA. I mean, I'm not your age, I'm not, you know, I'm not your, but I'm put off by just your approach. 
you know, in that sense. So I'd really like to hear from you because you've been in that space as a young person. You've, you've been in that space. I mean, you've entered on the fourth floor. How do we navigate that space? Yeah. It's very simple. You don't. <laughs> you don't. Um, for the longest of time, one of the things that I believed would work was trying to nurture people into a space where they will understand how they need to behave. But I realized in the in that process, you lose more of yourself. So anyone who's 